This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Let's turn our attention now to China. Yes, all eyes on the country with anticipation as the Russia-Ukraine conflict intensifies or the tensions there intensify. Question now is, whose side will China take? Mm. Uh, Plus, uh, Washington's new Indo-Pacific strategy. How's that going to affect China in the future? The metaverse there. We're catching up right now with Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief at The Straits Times. Don, good morning. Top issue, the Russia-Ukraine situation. That's escalating day by day. And you can't help but wonder what's China going to do about it? All eyes on them. Well, the U.S. has said that the invasion could come at any time. It isn't any secret, Don, that China has been aligning itself with Russia more recently. So how unlikely will China, how unlikely is it that China will support any Ukrainian invasion by Russia? To what extent might this really be the right time for them to take sides? Let's talk about those repercussions. Hi, good morning. I think there is general consensus that it is unlikely that China will support an invasion by Russia, despite the rather significant joint statement they made after President Vladimir Putin met President Xi Jinping in Beijing just before the start of the Winter Olympics. Some political watchers have argued that the two presidents also signed new energy deals that will increase Russia's supply of oil and gas to China. And that may help Russia ease the sanctions that may come if it invades Ukraine. But there's a lot at stake for China, not least of all its reputation, which would of course take a hit if it is overtly seen as supporting Russia to invade Ukraine. It has a long-standing policy of non-interference. It also wouldn't want to sour its relationship with Europe by pushing it even closer to the U.S. It needs to manage that relationship well, not just for geopolitical reasons, but also for economic considerations as well, as the EU is China's second largest trading partner. And it also has to manage its relationship with Ukraine, which it has built-in road projects in and which counts China as its largest trading partner. And most of all, globally, it wouldn't want to be seen as a security threat, but rather as a responsible major power and an economic partner. Now, Don, let's move on to another issue, Washington's new Indo-Pacific strategy. Analysts are saying that it could make it tougher for Beijing to use its economic clout in the region in the longer term, I understand. So are we expecting China to feel about a U.S.-led economic squeeze in the Indo-Pacific with this new uh, strategy from the United States? And how will this new plan counter China's clout? I mean, should China perhaps be worried that attention will still be on them despite other immediate crises? that the U.S. is trying to mitigate. We know that the U.S. wants to roll out a new Indo-Pacific economic framework early this year that will give its focus on the region a trade dimension, especially after former U.S. President Donald Trump pulled the U.S. out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership and even President Obama's pivot to Asia strategy was criticized for not having an economic plan. And of course, since then, China has really stepped up trade links with the region and now once in on the new TPP, which has 11 countries, including Singapore. China is also part of the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, which, as you know, is a free trade agreement that came into effect this year, which includes the 10 ASEAN states, plus China, Australia, 
New Zealand, South Korea and Japan. The new U.S. economic strategy will, according to the Biden administration, develop new approaches to trade and will cover digital economies and cross-border data flows and also supply chain management to make it more resilient. It wants to include its allies and strategic partners in the region in this framework and will almost certainly exclude China since the plan is to keep it in check in the region. Yes, the U.S. has other immediate distractions now since the prospect of war is on the horizon if Russia invades Ukraine. But its Indo-Pacific strategy is something that it has been working on and will guide it in the near to midterm. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. We're on the line this morning with Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Don, let's talk about how China's technology giants are beginning to invest in the metaverse. That's uh, quite the buzzword these days. According to Morgan Stanley, Chinese tech giants from Tencent to Alibaba, even ByteDance, are investing in the metaverse. That's a market that could potentially be worth $8 trillion in the future. But I think many people are asking what China's metaverse scene would actually look like? Will it be highly regulated? And why are Chinese companies perhaps taking a more cautious approach when it comes to developing the metaverse in China? The metaverse phenomenon is starting to grip China and you're seeing not just the big tech companies, but even local governments trying to cash in on this craze. Chinese investors are snapping up virtual houses. For instance, artist Wang Hushan sold more than 300 digital homes in just two days for about $60,000 in the virtual city that he created. And virtual idols are also becoming quite a big thing in China. These are animated characters who are getting millions of followers and represent a huge market that is coming after a series of scandals here involving real-life celebrities. But after the Chinese government came down hard on the tech industry last year, with a swathe of new regulations and laws to rein them in, you'd imagine that they would tread quite carefully in this new space. And as we've seen with China's clampdown on cryptocurrency mining and trading, the metaverse is going to be something that the Communist Party will keep a close eye on because in these borderless virtual worlds, their worst fear is that its Chinese citizens are able to avert social control and worse, even use it as a political tool to rock the regime. But in just the same way that it controls the internet here with a firewall, censorship and propaganda, it could do the same to the metaverse. All right, we've been speaking with Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief for the Straits Times. Don, thanks for your time. We'll catch up with you again next week. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.